Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, the place that you want to be to buy your bulls in 2020. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, an in-depth look and analysis of today's crop production report from the U.S. and the impact on grain markets. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Sunny skies and a high of minus 20. Wind southeast, 20 increasing to 40, gusting to 60 overnight. Temperature rising to minus 14 by morning. Wind chill, minus 35. Tonight, minus 26 overnight, risk of frostbite. Saturday, 2 to 4 centimeters of snow and blowing snow. Wind southeast, 40, gusting to 60. The high, minus 11. Wind chill, minus 26 tomorrow morning, minus 21 in the afternoon. The low, minus 15. Sunday, periods of snow, the high minus 15, the low minus 27. Monday, cloudy, 60%. Chance of flurries, the high minus 22, the low minus 30. Tuesday, periods of snow, the high minus 26, the low minus 30. Wednesday, sunny with a high minus 26, the low minus 28. Thursday, sunny, the high near minus 23. Normal high for this date, minus 11, the normal low minus 23. The sun rose at 8.57 this morning. It sets at 5.15 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Maple Creek this hour at minus 12. The cold spot up north, Stony Rapids, minus 34. Estevan right now, minus 23. Saskatoon, minus 26. Swift Current, minus 18. Weyburn, minus 22. Yorkton, minus 25. In Regina with sunny skies, it's minus 23. That's 9 below Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southwest at 11, giving a wind chill right now of minus 31 degrees. Humidity 74%, the barometer rising 103.3. Sunny in Moose Jaw, minus 20. Winds are from the southeast at 5. Once again, Regina, sunny, minus 23. That's 9 below Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com. And JGL Commodities, proudly serving Saskatchewan farm families for over 40 years. Looking to sell your grain? Call JGL Commodities today, 306-624-2378. Canola prices are moving up today. Commodity Futures Advisor Adam Pacallo with PI Financial says grain markets are reacting to the latest USDA crop production report. Well, Jim, grain markets were definitely awaiting the WASD report here today, as well as actually there's a quarterly grain stocks in 2019 production as well numbers too so there are quite a few things this january report is typically a big one actually that comes out from the usda so 
First one looking at the canola front here this week, uh, canola has actually pushed to the top end of the range on the charts with March sitting uh, above $480 a ton now. And that's largely due to it seems like the Canadian dollar actually backing off and going lower here. Um, it was definitely an eventful week with um, Iran now retaliating against uh, kind of the U.S. So there's quite a few different market moves when it comes to oil and the Canadian dollar, and, and that definitely impacted canola to some extent too. So on to the WASD report here today. It uh, was a mixed number when it comes to the wheat front. Ending stocks came out uh, slightly lower than the average trade estimate. Um, so that is support here and for both corn and soybeans the numbers were actually a little bit bearish um, with actually yields and both the production numbers coming in uh, a bit higher than expected. So we are um, going to be watching that. However, the futures are reacting more positively to the numbers than, than maybe one ex has expected. Uh, corn is actually positive two cents here on the day. Uh, soybeans are about unchanged. And I believe it's because there's still a lot of strong support here for these grain markets, especially corn given and how, how far down it's gone and it's uh, where the levels are at. And again, on the bean front with the U.S. and, and China still talking that, I, I don't think grains are going to react overly negative to the report here today. How are Canadian wheat and canola doing? On the Minneapolis wheat side of things, the market is up about three and three quarters cents here today. Um, there's been, uh, I've been talking with clients, a lot of specials out lately when it comes to their crops and a lot have been selling into this rally here, which is uh, a possible recommendation depending on how much has been sold. Um, again, right at the top end of the range on, your, on the charts. So that's something I always watch. And again, on the canola front as well too, the, the Canadian dollar and the soy complex are going to be the main two factors to, to kind of keep watching going forward here throughout the winter. And so the price levels for the canola? Price levels for the canola, again, March is sitting above 480 about $483 a ton here currently. Um, it was up uh, a few more dollars on the day here before the USDA report, um, but the Canadian dollar is actually spiked up here today on positive uh, economic data here today. So the unemployment numbers actually came out a lot more favorable than expected. Unemployment fell to about 5.6%. And there's actually a surprise gain in, in jobs in December of about 35,200. So um, that was kind of an economic news that has caused the Canadian dollar to go up today. Adam Picallo is a commodity futures advisor with PI Financial in Regina. Coming up, more analysis of the USDA report and grain markets. Hello, folks. Bill Creech here with Hill 70 Quantock Ranch Barn Burning Bull Sale. We're at Lloydminster, Alberta, and this is our 50th annual bull sale. It's February 1, 2020, right at the ranch. We'll sell 400 bulls, red and black Angus, horned and polled Herefords, Charlays, red and black Sim Angus bulls, and Galvey balancers. 75% of these bulls are two-year-olds. They're held over. They're not leftovers, plus bred and open commercial females. We'll see you at our 50th annual bull sale. Remember to call us, 800-665-SALE. 
This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business, call 782-5999. A senior grain market analyst says the latest USDA crop production reports had some surprises for the market. However, Neil Townsend with FarmLink Marketing Solutions says most grain prices should remain relatively stable over the next few months. And I think the WASD, uh, which came out today at 11 a.m. Central Time, Saskatchewan time, I mean, it uh, was surprising and it was surprising to sort of in a negative sense. I mean, the trade was expecting sort of uh, USDA to cut production of corn and cut production of soybeans in uh, in the U.S. And instead they found... uh, a few more uh, bushels uh, in, you know, or another bushel in corn and a little bit more of a bushel in uh, soybeans. So as a result, the production went up and they also cut U.S. uh, exports, which should be expected. So in the end, I mean, uh, ending stocks for corn went down only a little tiny bit. uh, And that was, uh, you know, that was sort of an an unexpected thing. And uh, soybeans, they didn't even change the ending stock. So I, I think like, you know, in general, it wasn't big changes, so that doesn't matter too much. I mean, what we, if you were reading the December WASD and then you woke up today and you were planning your day, you would say, oh, there hasn't been that much of change. The one worry I have, and this will just be some uncertainty and some volatility for a little while in the market, is just that it, it defied what the trade was expecting. The trade was expecting sort of a, a better, uh, you know, more bullish kind of uh, production outlook for what happened in the U.S. Corn Belt last year. So, you know, again, maybe there might be some speculation as to, you know, what happened and, and, you know, will there need to be an adjustment to the harvested acres or will there need to be an adjustment to something else? But for now, we have, uh, you know, more or less, um, you know, the U.S. ended up with fairly good crops despite all of the troubles that they had with the with the weather, I mean, it didn't quite get down to disaster levels. I mean, if you want to look at what the disaster is for the United States right now, it's just like an incredibly moribund, pathetic corn export sales pace. They just haven't been selling corn to an extent that they would need to sell corn to really ratchet corn from being, uh, you know, uh, bearish to something that would be more neutral to being bullish. And how that affects Saskatchewan farmers is basically like, you know, there's an old adage that corn is king. And sure, we're not growing too much corn in Saskatchewan, growing a bit more in Manitoba. But I mean, you know, as corn goes, so does the bottom of the market. And uh, it just, you know, like corn hasn't had that much traction, which would have sort of escalated where the prices were for some of the other things, most notably sort of the grains and the feed grains which we've done better than we maybe were expecting this year. But, uh, you know, it would have been nice to have a little assist from corn as we go into the last half of the marketing year. So where does this put the markets then in the coming month or so? Well, it'll be interesting because, I mean, I think like outside of U.S. corn, uh, and, and maybe I'm actually sort of outdated here. Maybe U.S. corn isn't as important as it once was. It, You know, that would be a really shift in the world. But Outside of U.S. corn, we've seen fairly strong demand for a lot of different things around the world. Like, for example, the oil seeds have been, you know, uh, or the veg oil markets have been fairly electric. We've seen, you know, really strong demand for palm oil, strong demand for soybean oil. Uh, Canola hasn't quite shared in that, but you'd think, hey, canola should share in that because canola is 40 plus percent oil by content in the seed, right? Uh, But, you know, we haven't really uh, been sharing, you know, Canadian canola exports are pretty are struggling. Our crush is doing very well. 
So I, I look out over the next few months and I just think like, you know, as long as world demand for wheat and the veg oil stays pretty firm and, and we see some good export numbers from not just, you know, Canada, but also like, you know, continued uh, good demand from places like Egypt and Indonesia, uh, I, I think prices aren't going to sell off too much. Uh, but I, I think that, you know, without that assist from corn, you know, to be able to sustain higher prices from where we are today is going to be a little bit different. So you're saying prices are going to be relatively stable? Relatively stable, but we need to see continual, uh, you know, like export. Like, you know, the uh, CGC, the Canadian Grains Commission, they put out some um, export numbers today for three weeks up to week number 22, and they were a mixed bag, generally being not that strong. Now, again, a lot of those days of exports would have been, you know, affected by Boxing Day, New Year's Day, uh, Christmas, those kinds of things. So maybe, you know, like we weren't actively working as, as hard as we maybe otherwise would in a regular week. But, you know, we'd like to see stronger numbers for canola. And the canola exports are, are pretty concerning. They're lower. They're much lower than last year. And um, in the meantime, the canola kind of domestic disappearance, which would include crush, is, is very strong, which is sort of saving us. You know, will that be sustained? I, I'm not sure. And will the exports start to pick up? I'm not too sure. But the one thing I can say, you know, categorically is we've seen strong demand for veg oils led by palm oil and also soybean oil. And you would think that at some point somebody's going to say, you know what, that uh, canola has 40% plus for oil and, and maybe we should buy a bit more of that. And maybe we'll see an upswing in canola consumption uh, worldwide or canola export demand worldwide in the last half of the market year. But clearly the China situation is still weighing us down there. Like, you know, it's still a political situation that hasn't been solved and they're just not buying canola to the extent that they bought it in, you know, previous years. Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. Weather stats for December in southern Saskatchewan show a month that was relatively mild and very dry. The average mean temperature in Regina last month was minus 10.6 degrees, 1.8 degrees warmer than usual. Regina had its 39th warmest December in 126 years. Most centers in southern Saskatchewan were 2 degrees warmer than usual last month. For precipitation, Regina had 2.3 millimeters, only 15% of normal, and the seventh driest December in 133 years. Yorkton had the same amount of moisture as Regina last month, 2.3 millimeters, marking the driest ever December for Yorkton in 83 years of record keeping. Meanwhile, 2019 goes into the record books as on the cold side, but precipitation varied greatly from one of the driest to one of the wettest years on record. In Regina, 2019 saw the mean temperature at 1.6 degrees, down 1.5 degrees from normal. Last year was the 38th coldest year on record in Regina. For Moose Jaw, it was the 24th coldest on record. Precipitation in Regina was 375 millimeters in 2019, 4% below normal, and the 63rd wettest year on record. Moose Jaw had the 38th wettest year. By contrast, Saskatoon, only 75% of normal moisture, and 2019 was the 10th driest year for the Bridge City. Yorkton had its 5th driest year on record and its 23rd coldest year. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola gained 90 cents at 443.48.
oats increased $2.69 at $2.13.55. Number one red spring wheat rose $2.35 at $2.31.05. The rest were all unchanged. Durham, $266.39. Feed barley, $177.68. Flax, $521.35. Lentils, $482.50. Yellow peas, $246.89. Feed wheat, $156.83. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, March wheat is up six cents at 5.58 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia or Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. This is the market report for the Assiniboia Livestock Auction for the week of January 9th. Call cows on bulls started the year off well. The one or two cows sold between 80 and 90 cents with a few real high yielding cows up to 94 cents. D3 cows were 70 to 80 cents. The counter cows 50 to 60 cents. Good butcher bulls sold between $1.05 and $1.16. We didn't sell any feeder cattle yet, but have observed sales from elsewhere. 650-pound tan steers brought around $1,400 apiece. 700-pound tan steers, $1,470. And 750-pound tan steers at $1,520 apiece, which is great. But we feel that later on, when some of the feedlots move their fats out, these prices will be a lot higher. This has been Roy Rutledge reporting. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,000 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 121 to 145 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,300 head, selling a range of 122 to 145 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Saturday, January 11th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 133.07, Maple Leaf Sig 4, 144.87, Hams Cash, 142.87, Thunder Creek Brickle, 142.91, and High Life, $143.55 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices opened higher this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down 17 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3026. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.66 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are higher to close the first full marketing week of 2020, with Iowa, Southern Minnesota, and Western Corn Belt regions up by 62 cents a hundred weight each, while the national region is up by a more modest 7 cents U.S. a hundred weight. Lean hog futures are higher up the open. But due to the pressure seen yesterday, contracts are merely making up for yesterday's losses. The weekly export sales report showed net global sales came in at 26,800 metric tons, which is within the recently established pattern and not particularly remarkable. Most are view that increases in China purchases of U.S. pork in the new year could follow the signing of the Phase 1 trade deal, which is expected to be signed next week and coming into force 30 days later. For now, it appears Chinese buyers are still on the sidelines, taking only 7,200 metric tons in net sales, 1,900 metric tons in physical deliveries last week. And the outlook today, sunny, the high minus 20, wind southeast 20, increasing to 40, gusting to 60 overnight, temperature rising to minus 14 by morning, a very cold wind chill, minus 35 tonight, minus 26 overnight. Tomorrow, 2 to 4 centimeters of snow and blowing snow, wind southeast 40, gusting to 60, the high minus 11. Wind chill minus 26 in the morning, minus 21 in the afternoon, the low minus 15. In Regina, sunny minus 23, that's 9 below Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. Make sure you have the right date marked. It's February 1, 2020. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, 50th Bull Sale, Lloydminster, Alberta.